Hello and welcome to episode 20 of We Love Books. Can you believe it? The podcast that absolutely loves kids' books as much as you do. I'm Neve McManus and today I'm joining a writing club. Well, this was back before lockdown, obviously, but I had the chance to meet the wonderful author, Sarah Webb, who runs Creative Writing for Kids, and so I just had to drop in and see what was the story. Spoiler alert, it was all about the weather. Well, later in the show, our fantastic CBI book doctor, Anne's clinic is open, and she's prescribing the perfect reads for 11-year-old Daniel, who loves action, and adventure. We've got a scary story about a bike ride that goes horribly wrong. And it is a scary story, so be warned from the beginning. Written by 12-year-old Sean. But first up, I want to know why you guys love reading. I love reading because it's really interesting. Like You get some facts and there's some joke books as well. And you can get good jokes and make everyone laugh. Don't start feeling upset, then you can make them laugh with the jokes. I like reading because um, you can imagine, like, when you're reading words, you can imagine what's happening in the story if there's no pictures. I do like reading because it's just fun. And it takes up time, so like if you're going on a journey and if you read, it feels like it's just been five or ten minutes. Oh, I enjoy reading because it's very wonderful and it's kind of like a movie, but you can do it at your own pace and on time. It's time for We Love Reviews. Here is Martin Campbell Bernardo and he is reading Life on Mars for us by John Agee. Life on Mars by John Agee. Life on Mars is the story about an astronaut who's trying to find life on the planet Mars. What I thought about the book was it had a really good drawing for it. The drawings feel like they were made for kids, like they're drawn like from a kid, but still keeps its core from the writing is simple and short for little kids to understand too. What I liked about the book was it's really amazing new art style. I haven't seen it in any, any other book and I really like the writing. It was simple and short. I like the ending. I'm not going to spoil it but it's pretty good. I think people from 5 to 7 would like it and it's any gender. nine-year-old Saev giving us a sneak peek into two books or series of books that she loves, The Uncommoners and the Nine Lives Trilogy. My favourite kind of topic to read about is kind of adventures and mysteries. I like The Uncommoners and the Nine Lives Trilogy. I like The Uncommoners because it's a different world, but there are belts that can make you fly and there are special uncommon objects that can make you do a lot of other stuff. They're just normal, normal objects, except they do lots of different stuff in that world, except normal people can't get in, just the uncommoners. And the three main people are Valian, Ivy and Sebastian. The Nine Lives Trilogy. It's about a girl and so basically she goes to live with her aunt and her aunt tells her that she's part of an order that people can reincarnate nine times 
So basically, then she realizes that she's the guardian of this place called the Reflectory, where people go when they're waiting to reincarnate. And in the second one, she realizes that there's a family that's coming to stay with her, the O'Haras, their children, Chioko and Seamus. She becomes friends with them and she tells them that she's the guardian and everything. She has a pet rat called Winston that can <laughs> she can understand. So if, he's, if she asks him a question, if he puts his left paw up, it means yes, and his right paw up, it means no. She realises that there's a place she can get the people are able to reincarnate that they can go to. It's called the Shadowlands. So basically they can be banished there if they do something bad. The evil people are called Judge Ambrose and Zack. Here on We Love Books, it is no surprise that we love writing and we know you guys do too in fact we've just had a writing competition and tons of you entered it with amazing stories check out our mini bonus episode on top tips for entering writing competitions on our podcast feed now though we are going to drop in on a writing club multi-award winning author sarah webb writes a lot of fantastic books for children and adults too including blazing a trail dare to dream a Sailor Went to CCC, The Memory Box, the Ask Amy Green series. I could go on, but take it from me that Sarah Webb has written a lot of wonderful books. She also runs a wonderful writing club, which I was allowed to sneak into one evening to find out what goes on when kids come together to think magical thoughts and write them down on paper. Sarah starts the class with a quote to get young writers in the mood for creativity. So we do our Roald Dahl one first. Watch the world with glittering eyes. Those who don't believe in magic will never find it. And then what was our new one for this term? Remember? I rhyme to see myself to set the darkness echoing. And then the one for this is from Albert Einstein. Creativity is intelligence having fun. Roald Dahl, Seamus Heaney and Albert Einstein. Well, that's a good start to any class. So what does happen at a writing class? We were given weathers and we had to pretend to be the weather and we had to like, write either a short story or a poem. We wrote poems about different weathers, us being the weather and what we enjoyed doing. I was the sun. My son enjoyed watching people eating ice cream. We were talking about how we can make objects that can't really feel or see sound as though they can, and we wrote poems about it. There is a really fancy word. Can you remember the fancy word for what that is? Personification. Excellent. <laughs> I suppose it kind of means like an object that can't really talk or move or smell or taste and you describe it as it can. In this particular writing class, personification was the word of the day. What is personification? 
Yes. Full of vacation is yeah. when you turn something into a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like, you. for example, Simply. if you were to hit a machine at the personification day, it turned into a person. <laughs> it's a very interesting way of describing it. Can anyone think of weather ones? So what do we say the sun does that a human might do? Eats. Eats. <laughs> it does your sun eat? It's kind of things like wind howling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What would snow like enveloping you like a big hug? And things like ivy winding its fingers around your hair or your head. Because the ivy doesn't literally have fingers, does it? No. What if it's mutant ivy? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very interesting way of describing it. You have got to watch out for that mutant ivy, especially at this time of year. It is always there when you least expect it. So yes, personification was the order of the day. And personification is when you give a human characteristic to something that is not human. Like when Sarah said, the wind was howling. Or like your alarm clock yelling at you to get out of bed. <sighs> I am not a morning person. To write using personification, Sarah broke the kids up into four groups. Each group took on a different type of weather. We had sun, rain, wind, and snow. The kids then had to write words that they thought of when they considered that type of weather. Like for example, with wind, I might think of not that type of wind. Oh, that's so juvenile. Let's just ask the kids what they came up with. Well, these are two I think no one else will have. Okay. Um, when I think of rain, I think of a drain. Mm -hmm. I think of Ireland. Ireland, yeah. Listening Good. and shapes. Nice. What about the snow girls? Oh, you loads. Yeah, I see Rose. Christmas and the Grinch. Oh, they're good ones. <laughs> Ours is sun, so the kind of words we might have down are like warm. Or what else? What do you think, yeah? I'm just trying to make you feel happy. That's a good one. Yeah. And snow. Some people love snow, so snow might make you happy and excited. The sun reminds me of jellyfish, and I know that's slightly natural. Um, <laughs> wow. When you're swimming in the summer, there's jellyfish. Um, yeah. Uh, I thought you saw it looked like a jellyfish. Kind of does, kind of. There is a sun jellyfish. There is a sun jellyfish, and it's really quite beautiful. So now what I want you to do is I want you to personify your thing. So for example, Molly, you are snow. What emotions does the snow have? Is your snow grumpy? Do they love being snow? So my son does not like clouds. What do they really love and what do they really hate? <laughs> Okay, we've got the picture. Let's have a few of those fantastic poems then. I am snow and I am told that I am me. But I can't help it. My heart is cold. I freeze the bones of people. Being me keeps my heart like ice. But then the kids come out to play. Your laughter melts my heart and I'm gone the next day. Of course, you didn't have to read it aloud yourself if you didn't feel like it. There's no need to worry if that's not your thing because Sarah will read it out for you. Oh, and there's some super pictures at the bottom as well. This is called The Wind. I am the wind. I love being mean, even though everyone hates me. I love blowing off people's hats. 
I love making people cold. I hate warm countries because they make me take breaks. I loved being the wind. Well done, Dahi. That's lovely. Yay. Like that. Very good. So, does anyone want to tell me about their story without reading it out? Well, the name is Sydney. Sydney Snow. Yeah. Great, great and name. She likes getting thrown. Oh, yeah. She likes being made Well, my poem is sort of about the rain. He doesn't really want to be the rain. And he, he just wants a friend, mm. and he, can't, he wants to be like the wind or the snow or the sun. So the sun was getting really annoyed because he felt that everyone wanted him to be there because like, he was thinking that children love the sun. He really liked adults because adults don't like sun, so... You explain to me what's happening in this one. It's called... Guys on Cliff. Yes. Oh, sorry. So, well, actually, technically, they're flying off it right now. Right. And this is because of the wind? Yes, it's the evil wind. Oh, the evil wind just pushes them off the it cliff. It tries to kill people. And what's the next one? <laughs> They're trying to close the window, yeah. but it's blowing them back so much they can't get to it. Okay. And what's happening here? He's on a ladder and he's <gasps> getting, then it's getting blown over. Rainy. That wind sure is not much fun. Well, as you can tell, there were tons of different types of creativity, so I wanted to ask a little bit more about what inspired all of this wonderful art. What inspired your poem about snow? When I think about snow, I always wonder, when people say snow makes them happy, I wonder how snow could be happy if it was a person, because if it's made of ice and if it's cold, it can't exactly be happy, but then if it melts, it might be melting of happiness. Have you ever melted of happiness? Um, not literally, but um, <laughs> I felt really happy. I wrote a short story about snow. It like hated people because people stood on snow and it made it go grey. It didn't like it anymore. Where did you get the idea for that? I don't know. <laughs> so Sive, you're also on Team Snow. Hey. Can you explain what you've written here? Well, I've written like what he likes dislikes and the name and what tricks he likes to pull. More he likes to um, fall on people and sometimes hurt them maybe. And making them cold. What's your favourite thing about writing? And um, that you can like put whatever you want into it. You can write someone being silly. You can write someone like having a fun time and stuff. The thing I like most of all would probably be thinking what to do to make maybe someone happy, sad, excited, inspired. What's the coolest thing about being here and being able to write anything you want? Everyone's so nice and it's just, in school you have to like worry about like, wait, am I doing everything correct? Because like it's all your own imagination and just, it's all free. So there you have it, writer Sarah Webb and her wonderful class of creative writers cooking up a weather-related, personified storm of creativity. Book Dr. Anne's clinic is officially open. 11-year-old Daniel tells us about his hobbies and his reading habits, and based on that, Book Dr. Anne will prescribe the perfect reading material for him. Hi, my name is Daniel, and I am 11 years old, and I live in Sligo. 
My hobbies include playing soccer, running and reading. My favourite book is Deathbringer by Derek Landy. It is number six in the Skullduggery Pleasant series because there's a lot of adventures and it's really fun to read. I enjoy reading Anthony Horowitz and Rick Riordan because they're very good authors and they have lots of good books. I enjoy Percy Jackson and the Heroes of Olympus series because I like Rick Riordan's books because I like mythology and um, I like Alex Ryder because I like spies and kids around my own age. My favourite characters are Artemis Fowl because he is very mischievous. I also like Alex Ryder because he's very brave and he's very skilled at loads of combat and stuff. I also like Fletcher Wren. He's a boy in Skullduggery Pleasant because he has a good sense of humour. I enjoy adventure, mystery and maybe spies. I also enjoy biographies maybe of soccer players. I enjoy books about sport and I'll read books about any sport. I also like books about 1916 and how Ireland became an independent country and world wars. I like most books and there's very little that I wouldn't read. I especially like comics. So Doc, what should I read? Hi Daniel, you've given me a broad selection there, so let's get started. Beginning with football, The Mighty Dynamo by Kieran Crowley might fit the bill. Noah is unfairly kicked off the school football team, putting paid to his dream of competing in the school's World Cup. Determined to enter the contest, Noah and his friend Stevie set about creating their own football team. Will this group of misfits win through? There's only one way to find out. A series that combines true stories with fantastic football facts is Football School by Alex Bellas and Ben Littleton. History, geography, biology, maths, Is there no school subject that can't be improved by teaching it through football? I doubt it. Still about football, but a bit different, is Booked by Kwame Alexander. 12-year-old Nick is the star of the football team, but things aren't going so well at home or in school. To make matters worse, an injury takes him off the pitch. The novel is written in verse, but don't let that put you off. This style does a brilliant job of conveying both the action and the emotion of the story. There are great books to recommend for your interest in history. Spies by Brian Gallagher is set during the Irish War of Independence. Johnny Dunn is an orphan who gets caught up in the drama and intrigue, spying for the rebels and even working for Michael Collins. This is a violent time and Dublin is full of gunmen, informers, soldiers and the dreaded blackened towns. And when Johnny's friends lose contact with him, they fear for his safety. My favourite book about Dublin in 1916 remains The Guns of Easter by Gerard Whelan. The unfolding events of the Easter Rising are seen through the eyes of 12-year-old Jimmy Conway as he traverses the city, alternately fascinated by what's happening and desperately trying to return safely to his worried family. The author has drawn on first-hand accounts of the Rising and as you read the book, you're totally immersed in the action. From the many excellent books written about both world wars, I'm suggesting a collection called Stories of World War I, edited by Tony Bradman. Twelve authors, including our own Oshin McGann, focus on different aspects of the Great War and bring to life people and events which are not always part of the mainstream story of the war. While you're waiting for new titles by Derek Landy, Anthony Horowitz and Owen Colfer, you could try the Darkmouth series by Shane Hegarty or Knights of the Borrowed Dark by Dave Rudden, both full of excitement and adventure. 
or if you fancy a story featuring an apprentice magician who summons a sarcastic 5,000-year-old genie, read The Bartimaeus Sequence by Jonathan Stroud. A more recent series begins with The Stormkeeper's Island by Catherine Doyle, featuring Fionn Boyle on his first visit to his grandfather on the island of Aran Moor. Discover the history and secrets of the island, as Fionn and his grandfather are the centre of a strange type of time travel and long-buried magic in this atmospheric story. Finally, I'll mention Once Upon a Place, compiled by Owen Colfer and illustrated by PJ Lynch. This amazing collection of original stories by a variety of Irish authors, including at least one of your favourites, is bound to provide you with hours of happy reading. Thanks, Book Dr. Anne. Well, loads of things to get busy reading there, so make sure you remember the ones that sound like fun to you. Well, now it's over to you, to one of you guys with your very own stories. And today, 12-year-old Sean has written a horror for us. It's pretty scary, so be advised in advance that this isn't for the faint of heart. And don't expect all of the characters to come out alive either. You've been warned. A bike ride by Sean Edwards. A bike ride. Your normal, average bike ride. A bike ride between four friends. Gayton, Marcus, William and John. But with your normal bike ride, you don't hear screaming. You don't feel fear trickling down your forehead. You don't rip your throat screaming for your friend. But for these unfortunate boys, this was the case. Cycling home from GAA, they had heard a scream. A scream they had never heard before. A breathtaking scream. That meant danger. Each and every one of them looked at each other with fear pulsing through their veins and fear in their eyes. And all at once, they looked into the deep, dark wood. Marcus dropped his bike and bolted into the woods, yelling, I'm coming, just hold on! Marcus was brave, everyone knew that. The boys stood there in silence. Should they run after him, or should they stay out of the dark, haunting woods? Out of nowhere came a horrifying gunshot, The boys had no choice but to run after him. Gradually, as they got closer, the boys saw on the cold ground a lifeless body, bleeding from the mouth, along with a bullet engraved in the forehead. It appeared to be a strange man with a strange hand. A quick glance showed a silhouette of a running man. Gaten charged after him, shouting, Get back here, you murderer! William followed Gayton. John and Marcus stayed behind. The man kept running until he made it to the road, where he turned around and pointed a gun at the two boys. As he fired, car lights appeared. Bang! The bullet went into the air. A car had hit the man, but the car kept going and did not stop. Gayton dropped to his knees and started to cry. He had been scarred for life. He didn't believe he saw two dead bodies in one day. He wished it was a dream, but when he opened his eyes, the only thing he saw was another gaunt, lifeless body. 
The end. Thanks, Sean, for that excellent but terrifying tale. Well, that's it for our 20th episode of We Love Books. Can you believe it? We've come all this way, read all those books and talked to all those authors. Hopefully you've learned something in the process. I know I have. Well, big thanks as always to our kids who read, wrote and reviewed for us and to all the wonderful adults who made it possible. Huge thanks to our CBI book doctor, Anne, who has been with us as a very special feature for the last 10 episodes prescribing amazing books for kids to read. And huge thanks as well to CBI, Children's Books Ireland. And they are a most wonderful organization that run the book clinics, but they also do an awful lot of other things too. So if you love kids' books, check out Children's Books Ireland. We're taking a little break from the normal episodes now that we've reached the 20 podcast mark, but do check back in with the feed because we have tons of bonus episodes including how to write a horror novel with Kat Ellis who knows all about how to scare so reader beware want to get in touch our email is welovebooks at rte.ie use it with the permission of a parent or a guardian if you'd like to get in touch maybe you'd like to do a review maybe you have an idea get in touch tell us what you're reading I would love to hear from you I'm Neve McManus I will chat to you soon here on We Love Books but until then happy reading happy reading